Hello, friends and enemies. I'm here with a Livewire update. There are three things that I'm just bubbling over with excitement for that I really want to tell you about. Um, so three new features. I've been doing a lot of Livewire work for whatever reason this, this past week. I don't know. I've just been on a roll. I've been on calls with people and, you know, and, and we'll get to like a problem in the call and I'll just be like, Hey, can we just do it right now? Can we just fix the bug or a feature? Can we just hack on this right now? And they're generally people are like, yeah, that would be great. Cause otherwise it's never going to get done. So we do that. I, we pair, share my screen and just get it done. And by the end of the call, ideally I have a pull request made, maybe even merged and tagged. That's the the perfect world, but that's been happening more and more. I've, I've figured out that that's like a key for me. I think I've talked about this in one of the recent episodes that one of the keys for me is like doing the work on an as needed basis. Um, otherwise, I don't know. I, I think I, I'm decent at strategizing, but for like, for like bugs and little annoying stuff like that, I'm just, maybe that's what it is. I'm just lazy. Like, I don't want to sit here and deal with your bugs that I've never experienced that I have to work really hard to try to reproduce. And you know what I mean? It's just, that's not fun. And sometimes you have to do that. But what's great is when somebody shows me the bug and we can recreate it easily on my machine and we can work together to solve it. That to me is a much better scenario. And that's been happening. Why am I wasting all this time? I need to get at it. I need to tell you about the three things coming up. All right. So the first one, it's going to go smallest to biggest. Maybe the first one is script tags. So um, in the olden days of Livewire, you the recommendation was if you want to use JavaScript in your Livewire component, just put a script tag in the component or put a script tag in the at like an at push to push it to your script stack. And that is a pretty good approach. But the problems with it, uh, pretty much the main problem with it is that if your component doesn't load with the initial page load, the script tag is not going to get evaluated because browsers don't evaluate script tags after the initial page load. That's just how it works. So if you like, you know, if you went in dev tools and inserted new HTML onto a page and added a script tag, it, it would not be evaluated. It would be on the page, but it wouldn't be evaluated. So uh, we thought, uh, Kevin McKee and I paired on this oh, for a while and we, we were trying to figure out, um, oh, if I didn't, if I didn't explain the problem well enough, the problem is that like if you have a conditional to show a Livewire component, so a com Livewire component doesn't show right with the page load, but you have some conditional that it shows later, like maybe you have like a multi-step form, the third step has some JavaScript stuff on it, it's not going to load when you get to the third step. So this is the solution. Uh, so we thought let's maybe like wire colon eval to like latently. Anyway, I, th that's a whole other episode. It'd be fun to kind of go through all the steps of what we thought was the right move. And really, at the end of the day, of course, yet again, I came to just make the feature invisible, you know, do something that is that nobody's going to notice. This is the kind of feature launch that I could launch this and think it's a big deal. And, and I, I could give it its own API that this like there's one there's one universe where I release this feature and it's called like uh, lazy evaluate lazy script evaluation. And there's this whole syntax for telling Livewire when and how to evaluate scripts latently. But whatever, what I decided to do is just to basically be smart in JavaScript and say, Hey, is this a new script tag on the page? Let's evaluate it. So, I mean, that's kind of like, it seems when I'm saying it, it seems like dumb. I should have thought of that first, but I didn't for specific reasons, but we're not going to get into that because we're already at what four minutes here. Yeah. So moving on. So that's going to be cool. So in the future, Livewire is just going to handle script tags. You're not going to have to worry about it. It'll evaluate the script tags. Um, 
it'll evaluate the script tags when it shows up on the page. Okay. Number two is the back button. So a bit ago, uh, this came up because Matt Stauffer uh, used Livewire, converted one piece of the Nova Packages site to Livewire, and he wanted uh, query string updating. So basically when you type in a search, he wanted it to, or filter, he wanted it to show up in the query string, like, you know, inside the URL, like question mark, you know, page equals three or whatever. Um, so there, there was ways that you could kind of hack that yourself, but he, that, that was the real push. Like this is something I've wanted and that, that was the push for me that I was like, okay, let's get this done. So I made a really crude implementation. You, there's a property on a liveware component called updates query string, where you pass in a property and that property will just be maintained in the query string. So already it's pretty cool because it's declarative. If, if it's a post, sorry, if it's a, if it's a component for searching and you have a public search property, you could say updates query string equals search. And now whatever the search property is, is going to show up in the query string. You're not manually setting that query string value. So that was pretty cool. But I used history.replace state. If, you've, if you're not familiar with the history API, I'm not going to go into it in too much of detail. But basically, there's two ways to change the history, um, which is what we want to do. There's two ways to kind of change the URL, basically. There's replace state, which is replacing the current so by by state, I mean when you go when you right click on a back button and you see all the entries in your history, replace state replaces the current one. It modifies the current one so that when you go forward to like google.com and then hit the back button, you'll that state will have been changed. And by state, I mean whatever's in the URL bar. There's other stuff you can do, but that's really what it's driven by. So the other function is push state, history.push state. And what that does is it creates a new entry so that like let's say so the difference is I just did a crude replace state cuz I didn't want to you know, go to in the weeds on this is like my MVP version. So as you type into a search bar, your URL updates. And if you hit the back button, you go to the page you were previously on, where now if I use push state, when you hit the back button, you'll go to the last thing that was in the URL string, which in this case, so to break it down, there's a search bar, it says, hello world, I hit the back, I, I clear it out. And I say, hello, Caleb. So before it was hello world, now it's hello, Caleb. If I use replace state, and I hit the back button, I would go to the page I was previously on. With push state, I hit the back button, and I go from Hello Caleb to Hello World. Does that make sense? So if that makes any sense, that is what's going on. Um, we're at six and a half minutes, so we're going to have to break the third one out into a separate episode. Or Yeah, I can't, make, I can't make these longer. That's just breaking the rules. So here's the deal. I thought, okay, because a lot of people want this behavior. They want to be able to hit the back button and go to a different state. You know, They don't want it. Yeah, it, yeah. Am I explaining it well? I hope I'm explaining it well. So, uh, so we implemented this push state thing, and I thought like the most crude implementation is when you hit the back button. So remember, we're on our searching component. You type in hello. Look, we're gonna do foo and bar. You type in foo. You then type in bar. So there's two different states. You know, the URL bar has been changed once. It went from foo to now now to bar. And like I said, with push state, you hit the back button, and you go back to foo. So the, the easiest thing to do is that on pop state, that's the event that gets fired when you hit the back button. So when the user hits the back button, do a page refresh. Easy enough. So that's going to take you from one state to the other state, a full page refresh. It's going to be item potent. You know, that's that's a stupid fancy word. Whatever. It's 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 going to be a um, it's an easy implementation that's pretty risk free, but it doesn't feel great to me because when you hit the back button, you don't always expect a full page reload. Well, maybe you do, but there's things like when you do window dot location dot reload like I would do, you would lose like old form data, you know, when you hit the back button, which normally you wouldn't stuff like that. 
So I decided to get fancy with it and I'm gonna describe the behavior and then maybe I'll get into the implementation if we have time. But here's the behavior. The behavior is, so you're on the page, you type in foo, the query string updates to foo. Then you erase it, you type in bar, the query string updates to bar. When you hit the back button, what happens? Not a full page reload. Livewire detects that the query string changed from, from bar to foo. And it goes, okay, I'll send a specific request to this component to update its filter variable back to foo. So what's happening is this query string is, <laughs> we're hacking the query string. This is basically the, this is how inertia works. Essentially, this is the underlying concept of inertia and turbolinks is using the history state um, API it's to hack it and to store different states and to make calls to the server and change the page live. And I'm doing the same thing. So what, but this is even more freaking balls. Like, am I allowed to say balls? I'm not allowed to say balls. <laughs> I was going to say, this is more freaky. I was going to say like balls to the wall or baller. I wasn't just going to say balls, but it has been said, you know, the last no plans to merge we recorded, I said balls a lot. So this is, this is becoming my, my slogan, I guess. But here's the deal. The deal is that this is so crazy because if you have multiple components on a page that update the query string in different ways, they all get updated in their own ways. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's it's like crazy. If you have a component on the page that has like two different counters, like counter A and counter B, and counter A updates the query string, but counter B doesn't, you hit counter A to go like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Now you have 10 history items for your back button counter B, you it doesn't, and you just go like one, two, three, four, five, right? When you hit the back button, counter B is going to stay the same. It's going to sit there at five. The page isn't going to reload. The component's going to be fine. When you hit the back button, counter A is going to go down nine, eight, seven. When you hit forward, it's going to go eight, nine. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, it's, it's like ludicrous. It's blowing my mind. We are at 10 minutes and 10 seconds. Thank you for listening to me ramble. Enjoy your day, night. Uh, okay, bye.